It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk. It is uh, just after 4 p.m. We are live here on your Tuesday afternoon, August 2. Welcome in, welcome in to the program. Glad to have you here along with us. We'll be here until 6 p.m. That's what we do for until 6 here on WXJC Radio 1011. Glad to have you and all of yours and whoever else may be uh around the uh, device or the radio, in the car, wherever you may be. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, joining us here. Priority Talk. Been doing it now since 2011 uh, with one little slight break in there, but we're uh, rocking and rolling right now and glad to be with you. And uh, we'll take your phone calls today uh, for the first hour and a half of the program anyway until 530-205-941-1011. And at 5.30, uh, you're going to hear a great conversation today with Connor Boyack. And uh, he is the uh, proprietor, as I call him, and the author of the Tuttle Twins series of stories all about American uh, history and um, all the good values and philosophies that we believe uh, made America uh, the greatest nation in the history of the world, quite honestly, despite what some people may tell you. And uh, they've got a new one out. It's America's History, what I sort of call the pre-revolutionary, although some people may argue with me te- technically over that, but uh, covering 1215 until 1776, this book, America's History. And uh, it is written um, for, for really sort of like a, a middle school, I think, kind of level, upper, uh, upper elementary, middle school, wonderful illustrations. I had never had a Total Twins book in my hands before. Um, but let me tell you, these are fantastic. And I've been looking and looking at more of them. And, uh, man, I mean, these are really nice. I mean, the illustrations in them are just incredible. Uh, not just for kids. Uh, yes, for kids and teenagers, but for us adults as well. I mean, you could just sit down and read this book straight through as an adult and learn a lot. Let me tell you, fantastic. So uh, Con- Connor Boyack with uh, the Tuttle Twins series of stories joins us coming up today at 5.30 as we talk American history, early American history, and we just talk about the need to teach history and, uh, and why that's important and why it's not happening. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk CRT and um, uh, some of those issues as well and uh, how it's important that we um, not only try to um, you know, stop things like that that we believe are destructive, but also do something that's positive like what they're doing. Uh, CRT and the 1619 Project, uh, socialism, all of these kind of issues are all addressed in their books. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get into all of that with Connor Boyack today 
and that's at 5.30, so just about an hour and a half from now. And uh, so stay tuned for that if you possibly can. If not, if you're not able to listen, it'll be on the daily podcast, Priority Talk Radio, or it'll also be even easier accessible uh, conversations with Greg Davis. You can go there, and that's just where we just put up some of the, uh, the the really wonderful conversations we have with sort of really more or less national guest is uh, what we do there, uh, conversations with Greg Davis. So we would love to have you uh, join us there as well. You can find all of that at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and uh, you can go under the uh, More Ways to Listen, and you've got the uh, Rumble. You've got all the links to all the various podcast platforms, most all of you know how to find that stuff. You know how you know how to figure all that stuff out. Um, but just PriorityTalkRadio.com, that'll get you there. You can also listen to the show live there. And so if you're away from the radio signal, you can uh, just click there. Also download the, the free app, WXJC Radio, WXJCRadio.com, or the free app. Those will work as well. All right, 10 after 4. Hope everybody's doing well out there. It's a nice day across the area. A few little spotty showers here and there, but... For the most part, everybody's having a, a nice, uh, dry, safe day. Be careful out there on the roads. It is warm, but uh, but it's a nice day here for August. All right, Jason's here. He'll take your phone calls at 205-941-1011. Toodles. Uh, we, do not, we do not have our live video stream today. I am I am uh, not available for that, so uh, we don't have that on Facebook. He's in a secret bunker somewhere, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Yes, yes, on the go. And so uh, Jason is with us today. And a he seems mobile to be bunker. Particularly, uh, maybe uh, particularly wired up today. What's happening? Uh, I, I, you know, you know, our, my, my new favorite little smoothie place down the street from here. Yes, had yeah. one of those. Okay. Oh Makes you happy. man! Oh yeah, Smoothie King. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I like it too. I've been oh, down yeah. there. You, you've turned me on to. I was that about to say you, you, you and I can both attest to how good that place is. It's nice. Uh, I enjoy it. I, I do. Um, I, need yeah, I got to a little en- extra energy powder today in in my smoothie, so I'm 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 feeling pretty righteous right now. I probably need to do that more often. <laughs> I had a lunch today at a at a landmark restaurant. None of this is oh, advertising. I'm jealous. This is just us talking. Uh, at a landmark uh, Birmingham area restaurant today. I, I love hitting those spots around the state that are, uh, you know, so uh, so well known. I mean, this weekend I got to to be at the 306 barbecue. Uh, the the Florence location I got to eat there and of course the original up in Athens I'm a big fan of what those folks do uh, but today I was uh, at Nikki's West out on Finley Boulevard and uh, boy if you've never eaten there before you uh, you've missed out what a wonderful restaurant been there a long time and they're still doing the business man I mean still doing it you go through go through that line and you think this this it's sort of like a Chick-fil-A. You think, oh, man, this is going to take forever. Next thing you know, you're at the table with your food. They move it so quickly. Um, but, man, you talk about meat and meat and three. Mm, mm-mm. Jason, we'll have to go there sometime. Oh, dude. Oh, yes. Just north of downtown Birmingham. So those of you in north Alabama, when you're coming south toward Birmingham, before you get to downtown there, Finley Boulevard, just uh, look it up, Nikki's, and uh, you'll, you can thank me later. Never taking anyone there that left disappointed, that's for sure. So anyway, all that's for free. Just throwing it out there. Um, you know what else has been on my mind before we get, you know, before we get serious and, and talking about things that really matter besides, you know, restaurants. And you know what is right upon us, Jason? Football season. I am so hyped about that. The only Man. thing I'm sad about 
is that when yeah. it comes to Alabama, my daughter's not going to be on the field marching this right. year. Right, yeah. I was going to say, you and I both, for the first time in a long time, will sort of be free agents. Uh, yeah, for, what's for, up with that? Football weekends. Yeah. Kids are growing uh, been, up too fast. Been a while, you know, between Friday nights and then some and Saturdays. Um, it's it, it, it's kind of nice to think I can spread it around. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting out. I, I want to go to some games at some – Different places. I'm still going to go to some Alabama, UAB, you know, Auburn. Of course, you know, going to those is always fantastic. But I want to get out some to uh, Jacksonville State, North Alabama, West Alabama, uh, even Troy. Uh, I, I love getting out on the weekends and traveling to a football game. And you know, some of those games at the smaller, some of the smaller schools. Now they still play great football, big time. But it's a little easier to get to than some of the the bigger programs. You know, the crowds and the traffic. It, it's still some, but it's much more manageable. So I'm looking forward to getting out to some of those. I know uh, Jack State and North Alabama, UNA, are playing there at, uh, at Toyota Field in uh, in Huntsville. They're they're going to play a game there, and I didn't. I don't know if this is the first time a football game. Maybe I've just missed it. I didn't remember football games being played there. You know where where the Trash Pandas play. So uh, they're going to play there though. I think that's pretty neat. But I think it's already sold out. That's what I heard. It's a it's a sellout. Uh, UNA, you know, that's a very good location for them. Uh, you know, if it's not on campus, that's probably about as good as they can do as far as location goes. And then also, uh, Jack State, you know, Jacksonville State will bring a crowd, man. I mean, a crowd uh, for the football team and the band, uh, big time stuff. That's gonna be fun. Uh, what, the, the marching Southerners, right? Jack State. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I want to tell you something. Uh, aside from the University of Alabama, Jack State has got one of the best music programs oh, yeah. in this state. They are awesome. Oh, I, yeah. As a matter of no, fact, they're... I've been privileged over the last few years to actually work with some of my fellow musicians who actually marched with JSU and uh, just incredible people. Absolutely. No, very good. Very good. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to some football season. I bet some of you are as well. Uh, I'm going to do something this year that we've talked about doing for a long time, and I, I'm going to mention this because our our listenership reaches practically uh, all the way into, I mean, very very close. Uh, we're we're going to head over one of these weekends. We're going to Ole Miss. Oh, nice! Uh, and going to visit uh, Vault Hemingway. They're on the campus of Ole Miss uh, Mississippi University, and um, see the see the what do they call themselves now? Are they still the Rebels? Can you still be Rebels? Are they the Bears or the Sharks? Man, they got all kind of names over there. Still the Rebels, as far as I know. And Oxford, yeah, got all. They've had all kinds of different mascots and stuff. They they got it all mixed up over there. Uh, true. Anyway, it is like Mississippi wanted, State with too much cowbell. <laughs> yeah, we've wanted to to get over there to a game um, for some years, and it's just never worked out. But I think this year is going to be our year uh, to get there. We are we're looking at uh, following Troy over there, and uh, being being part of the Troy convoy. Over to, uh, and that's opening weekend, opening weekend of a uh, football season. So Troy uh, over playing, and of course you got Kiffin coaching over there. Who's and he's got a lot of staff over there uh, from Alabama, and uh, guys that played at Alabama when he was there, and some other assistants that were there. So there's a there's a connection back to our state over to Ole Miss. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a connection to our state practically to every football program around. Quite honestly. With uh, the success, you know Alabama and Auburn, the success. Anyway, um, looking forward to it. I think it will uh, be a fantastic year. I'm excited. Hope you guys are as well. Um, Going to be good stuff this year. Looking forward to it. All right, 
We'd like to get the number out there, 1011-205-941-1011. Some interesting stuff going on, and uh, in particular, um, let me try, I need to make sure I got it here before I go teasing it. Um, hang on, I got a story I wanted to tease, but I want to make sure I got it. Yeah, I got it, I got it. Okay, um, did you hear this, this fellow singing at the Capitol? He sang uh, the Lord's Prayer in the Capitol, the Rotunda. And nice. the guy can really sing, but I want to ask some opinions about it as well, all right? If you saw it, what'd you think? And if you hadn't heard it, we're, we're going to play it for you when we come back on the other side. Priority Talk Live. Priority Talk. This is Bailey. And this is Lil. We just bought our first home through Fox Mortgage. Sisters Bailey and Lil talk about their experience working with Jody Davidson at Fox Mortgage. So when we first started the house buying process, our parents referred us to Fox Mortgage. When they bought their home, it, they said it was just a great process. We used a Jody with Fox Mortgage and she was very, very helpful, quick with our responses to our silly questions. Uh, again, we were very not experienced in the home buying process. When we went to closing on our to close on our house, we were told that we had the lowest interest rate for that day that they had seen in a while as well. They made the first time home buying experience extremely easy and a smooth process. Call 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, quick as a fox. NMLS Fox Mortgage 184762. When you work with Jim Corey and Fox Mortgage, you know you're dealing with integrity and people who care about your needs. Give them a call at 205-661-6868 whether it's a first-time mortgage, a refinance, it doesn't matter. Jim and his team will find the best rate for you and the best plan. 205-661-6868. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Empowerment Center, and you're listening to Priority Talk Live with Greg Davis on WXJC. And we return. Greg Davis here with you. 21 minutes after the hour. Glad to be with you. 205-941-1011. In the uh, rotunda at the Capitol in D.C., a a beautiful um, singing of the Lord's Prayer. This happened um, recently, very recently. Went on social media, so, you know, everybody's got a video. Uh, It's about a two-minute... version and it's a guy named Nathan Kistler and uh, there's video of it but I want to let you hear some of the audio of this Uh, it's not the greatest audio it's somebody shot it with their you know with their camera and um, you know it just is what it is it wasn't mic'd up or anything like that they're in the rotunda so there's noise in the back and you know echoes and things like that but I think it's worth worth you hearing and I'll tell you the story behind it after you hear this Kingdom come. 
As I told you, pretty powerful stuff there. Um, when I first saw this, I, I, wow, I mean, the guy's beautiful voice. Yes, it is a man. He's got a high voice. Um, uh, Full-grown man. Absolutely. Nathan Kissler. And uh, he is uh, with a, a ministry there in D.C., and uh, brings people in, you know, shows them around, things like that. Uh, and he said that he often sets up, he said he's been there for 13 years uh, in and around. And he said, I've never sung in the rotunda of the Capitol. I've always set it up for other singers to do so. But uh, Representative Louis uh, Gomer asked if I would sing for him in the group, and I was honored to do so. So after this went viral, he shared that as well. Uh, he is uh, with Hope to the Hill providing prayer and pastoral support for those that God has put into office. And so it uh, resonated with me a little bit because of my affiliation with ALCAF. We, we try to fulfill some of those same roles here in the state of Alabama as well. And uh, the organization's done that for a long, long time, Dr. Ireland, Dr. Godfrey. And so um, he gives a good testimony. He says, so many members, when you go into their office, say, well, what can I do for you today? And we just say, we don't want anything from you. We just want to know how we can pray for you. And he said, it's amazing to see members. I've had anything from they kind of shrug a little bit to crying because they've never had anybody come into their office and ask how they can pray for them. So he encourages believers to call their representatives offices and just encur offer encouragement to them and their staff. Say, hey, I'm praying for you. God loves you. I love you. We appreciate you. And just build relationship like that. Uh, but uh, when I first saw this, I thought it was just a random person in the Capitol that broke out in song. And as, as great as it was, um, you know, sometimes that's a little odd to me. Just just saying. It, just a little bit. Uh, I think this was good, though. That That's a place where a lot of people do sing. Uh, it's You know, the, the acoustics are pretty incredible. Of course, when we go to Israel, uh, we visit a church there, um, uh, St. Anne's. Yeah, that that, that uh, place rings out with its reverb. It, it has reverberation, echo. It has sound in it like no other place in the entire world. Yeah, it's amazing. They have tried to reproduce it in Rome. 
and other places, the acoustics, and they just cannot do it. It is the most amazing acoustical. If you uh, like to sing, and or even, even if you don't like to sing, it is somewhere to have your voice uh, go forth, no doubt about it. A uh, church named after the mother of Mary, and uh, it is uh, just right there uh, adjacent to the pools uh, where uh, many people were healed by Jesus. And uh, we see those, and we, we stop there, and we always... Uh, pray for people that we know who, who have uh, physical infirmities or sick and can use our, 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 our prayers for their physical healing. Um, but sometimes, you know, these kind of, these kind of uh, spontaneous uh, singings sort of break out, and uh, sometimes they can be out of place, in my opinion. You know, I, I think people mean well, but sometimes you see these on an airplane or something. You ever see this? They'll be like a group or a choir or something on an airplane and they'll all start singing and all the other passengers are, you know, are there and they, they, I don't care what you're singing. I don't care if you're singing a Gilligan's Island or the Lord's prayer. It's just, it's a little awkward to me. You know, a lot of people, that's not what they, they're there for. Um, it's, it's kind of out of place. Uh, you know, I understand giving honor to, and glory to God, but you know, same way with preaching, you know, there's a place to, to share a word and speak and, uh, I would never tell anybody not to do what the Lord's told them to do, but, uh, you know, it, it can be odd out of place as well and, and, and maybe not be very effective. Maybe there's better ways to do it. But this guy's in a place. He's there in the rotunda. It's not uncommon for people to come there and sing. It's sort of part of the experience when you're there. And he was asked to do so by, uh, by Representative Gomer. And, man, what a voice. What a voice. My goodness. Um, the guy that he... Everyone wants to do something else besides uh, be there at the Capitol praying. He could certainly, uh, certainly go into, into singing for sure. Thought that might bless you. And uh, good job. Good job. And I love what they do there in D.C. It's very interesting to me. I'm going to look further into it. All right. Uh, ha having a great uh, day, I hope, for you. I know I am. We're glad to be here with you on Priority Talk Live, WHJC Radio. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets, and at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com. And protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like...
It is Priority Talk Live here on WXJC Radio. Hey, one hour from now, stay with us or come back. Uh, we're going to visit Connor Boyack, the uh, proprietor and author of a Tuttle Twins series of stories. And we're going to be talking about the latest, man, really good stuff. And this one's America's History, 1215 to 1776. If you haven't seen these to teach uh, economics and history and civics, to your uh, to your kids, to either as a homeschool or a uh, you know as curriculum basically, or uh, or just to supplement what they're learning at school, where they typically learn dates, places, and times, uh, names, you know, dates on the calendar, stuff stuff like that. Uh, they actually teach the ideals, the principles um, that that went along uh, with uh, the philosophies that went along. With, with with history and uh, and understanding how our economics and all of that work, but but this one in particular is history, and uh, goes all the way back to 1215. Basically starts out with Marco Polo, and uh, works its way forward, and uh, just really really fantastic for the kids and the adults. I'm just telling you, adults, you would you'll really enjoy this. It's a it's a coffee table type book, as far as its beauty, but you want to read it as well. Uh, not just one to look at, but one to actually read. Really good. That'll be an hour from now. Uh, I wasn't as familiar with the Tuttle Twins as I should have been. I'd heard of it. I knew, kind of knew what it was, uh, but I wasn't uh, in that familiar with it. So one hour from now, and if you miss it, check, catch it on the uh, daily podcast, Priority Tuck Radio, or also at our uh, special podcast, bi-weekly or so, that we, uh, we call Conversations with Greg Davis. Find all that at PriorityTalkRadio.com. It's all there for you. We just want to go back and listen to some of our interviews with some of our guests, like Phil Robertson or Dr. Ben Carson, Gary Chapman, folks like that. Conversations with Greg Davis is, is your spot. Go find it. You don't have to search for it. It's real easy. Hey, let me uh, put this out. Uh, man, this is uh, horrible. Um, out of Holly Pond today, uh, the school has put out the word that... Uh, one of their upcoming ninth grade students was killed in a wreck early this morning. A horrible loss there. Um, and so, uh, boy, pray for this community and this school. Uh, anytime that happens in a, in a small, tight-knit community like a Holly Pond, uh, it is um, just such a blow. You know, people, everybody knows everybody. You know, uh, I'm not sure what size Holly Pond School is now, uh, you know, it's not a 7A or 6A type school. You know, it's a it's a smaller, it's a it's a it's a tight knit community, and um, you know, even a ninth grade student coming up, likely uh, likely known by or touching the life, you know, in some way or another, with probably many people in that school as they begin a new uh, school year. Um, the uh, the ninth graders' older sibling also killed in the wreck as well. So there's parents out there who lost two children. I don't know if it was their only two children. I'm not sure. Uh, but um, but they lost two children. I, I guess the older one must uh, likely, I'm just guessing, I'm speculating, maybe driving. Or maybe they were in, all in the family and they were the only two that passed. I'm not sure. But um, if, you're, uh, if you have a heart for that and you want to do something for them, uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty other ways to do that. Uh, they said you can uh, contact the school, um, and uh, if you wanted to make a donation to help with something or contact one of the churches up in that area, I'm sure there are all, many of them are going to be involved. But a Holly Pond 
uh, High School. And, and Col- of course, that's in Coleman County. And uh, we just hate to hear that. Any of you out there listening who uh, may have any further um, advice or, um, or ways to, to support your community, your schools, and this family in particular, uh, feel free to call. We, we would love to help get that word out, 205-941-1011. If you just want to put that out there, we'll trust you to put out good information. And uh, some of you, if you're at a church and you guys, you know, are, are planning something or doing something or if you know a way of, of a GoFundMe or if the family needs help or whatever it may be, uh, if, if some of you are, uh, are counselors, maybe grief counselors, things like that, and you wanted to go to Holly Pond and be available for students, if you, you know, if you have a, uh, an expertise in that area or a uh, qualification certification in those kind of instances, uh, and I know this happens, you know, happens too much, but. Uh, I, I know it, it happens uh, around the listening area, and sometimes we see them and announce and put that out there, and sometimes we miss it. I understand. Um, but Holly Pond being there pretty much right dead center in the middle of our listening uh, coverage area for 101.1, that sort of struck a chord with me and the fact that they've lost uh, two kids there. I guess one of them probably already out of school. Uh, that would be my guess. I don't know that for sure, but an older sibling, and they said one of them was a student. So I would assume um, the older sounds to me likely uh, maybe was already out of school. Just uh, just seems logical uh, that that would be the case. But I would imagine that probably people in the community, uh, good chance they probably know both of those, uh, those kids, and uh, hearts are broken, no doubt about it. Uh, Let's pray for that family. Lord, we lift up this family to you today that uh, has lost two children. And uh, we don't know what all we can do. Uh, maybe some of us can do something as you prompt us and direct us and show us opportunity. But, Lord, we pray your comfort and peace on these, uh, on this family and this community and uh, trust you to do that in a way that only you can do it and understand it. And, uh, Lord, we, uh, we, we, we have this heavy on our hearts today, and we know it must be heavy on yours in Jesus' name. So, uh, yeah, breaks your heart to hear something like that. It really does. Uh, Holly Pond. All right. Um, let's just take an early break and uh, come back, and we'll have a good long segment on the other side, and we'll pick up another topic. And in uh, your phone calls, if you've got anything to add to that or ways we can help, uh, we would love to hear from you. A way early break here, but that's okay. Let, let's just sort, sort of take a moment and uh, clear our minds, uh, you know, to, to a new subject and not try to step all over that. 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. From website changes, PPC, SEO, SEM, branding, social media, brochures, and everything in between. The marketing landscape is vast and full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team that will save you time and money, all while building a traditional and digital foundation for your business. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry. Your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. 
Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. This is Jordan Sekulow from the American Center for Law and Justice. Hi, this is Andy Andrews. Hey, Birmingham, this is Bo Bice. Hi, this is Phil Waterbury listening to my friend Greg Davis on Priority Talk. And we are back. It is uh, just about 15 minutes till the top of the hour. And uh, yes, our uh, prayers continue to be with uh, that family and uh, Holly Pond, Alabama. And, uh, what a heartbreaking situation. All right. Uh, but we, uh, we will uh, move on. Maybe we'll visit that another time uh, if we see more ways that we can be uh, supportive uh, in that situation. We'll, uh, we'll try to, to maybe uh, share those with you at another time. Um, we are uh, moving along here. Don't forget, uh, Connor Boyack. We uh, have a special guest. Uh, glad to have him with us. He'll be with us at 5.30. And that's the uh, Tuttle Twins series of stories. You'll hear that at 5.30. Uh, America's History, 1215 to 1776 is the, uh, the latest release there. And uh, very exciting to, uh, to sort of get in with these guys and, uh, and understand what it is uh, that, they, uh, that they are doing. Uh, we are uh, excited to uh, to let you know if you don't already. I think a lot of you probably already do know about the Tuttle Twins, but uh, man, what a what a fantastic opportunity to uh, to have them uh, on the program with us. Okay, um, another little story. I've just been coming across a lot of these kind of just one off. Not talking a lot of politics or stuff. We can do a little bit of that maybe uh, next hour. But um, in in Lynchburg, Virginia, I've been to Lynchburg. There, Liberty University, and. Uh, Boy, not far, just right outside of town, you've got the uh, Appomattox Courthouse where the Civil War uh, was officially ended. Uh, pretty pretty historic place to, to check out. And uh, there in Lynchburg, last uh, week, a, a Chevy Equinox, you know, the car, caught fire. And uh, the Rustburg Volunteer Fire Department uh, responded to that and uh, were able to put out the flames. And then they also uh, posted a, some, a pretty cool deal. Um, they posted images of this charred vehicle. You know, we've all seen this before. Uh, when, a, when a vehicle just catches on fire, I don't know all the reasons for that. I guess electrical or maybe the engine just overheats or something to that effect. I don't know, Jason, you ever had a car catch on fire? I, I never have. Oh yeah, no, no, not mine. I had a buddy of mine years ago, when we were uh, teenagers, we were turning around and uh, we were oh, what you call it? They were we we were uh, working for Food World at the time, and we had a lady who had pulled up on the side of the curve to we were going to bring her groceries out, and her 
the hood of her car, she was an old station wagon, started smoking like crazy. And out of nowhere, we, we, he came running out with, with a, a fire extinguisher. Right. We, we got the, the, the hood pried up real quick, and I mean flames just shot up oh. out of that thing. And I mean, we both got the hair sensed off the front of us. It was bad, but we got the fire put out. And the fire department came like three or four minutes later, and they were like, well, you guys already did our work. So, yeah, but I mean, but those electric cars, oh, my yeah. gosh, those things are like a hazmat thing waiting to happen. Yeah, and I don't know if this is an electric. It's a Chevy Equinox. I've never had one of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anyway, a lot about them. They uh, they posted pictures, uh, post pictures, and 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 said this. This is sort of part of what they said on the post. If you look at the fire damage of the car, it is totally burned out. But inside was a Bible. That was still intact, and mostly unburnt. I mean, it just got a little charred, you know, just a little bit on the edges. I feel God is protecting firemen at scenes. I felt he protected these people. Uh, man, uh, I mean, and you see the picture of it. I mean, there's a Bible. I mean, and it is, the car is absolutely, you know, crisp. And then this Bible in the back seat, how in the world, other than just um, an act of God, which is what, you know, people are, you know, what we're chalking this up to, uh, it, it got a little charred. And, you know, but it, it's still there, still still totally, like, readable for the most part, I would think. Um, just pretty amazing how that can happen. And, you know, you see stories like that uh, about uh, how, you know, tornadoes come through and situations and, you know, the whole place will be gone and then there'll be nothing but a Bible still, you know, sitting there on a table or something. <laughs> or, 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 or a jar of peanut butter like I caught years ago. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, I mean seriously, the the one the one that happened uh that it was it was after the really bad one in in 2011. This was 2012 as a year later and it went through North Birmingham and into Tuscaloosa, but when it came through North Birmingham, I got sent into a neighborhood where it hit and I went up on this one house to shoot footage of it and the entire house was just leveled, but the kitchen area was still somewhat you know structure was kind of still there. The, the kitchen table was still sitting there pristine, and in the very center of the kitchen table was a huge jar of Jeff peanut butter, never moved. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, I've told this on the air before. I've got one a little better than that. Of course, we're getting away from the Bible, but Paul Brazier, who comes in on Thursdays, he's told this on the air as well. He was at a church back in, I think this was in 97. Tornadoes came through uh, out in the Moody area. Yep, remember that one. He was there. It was in I the covered that. Time. He was there. They were... Um, having practice basically for their upcoming Easter, you know, musical at the church. They're in the sanctuary and, you know, word comes through, Hey, everybody needs to go home. There's tornado warnings. Get out of here. Just drop everything where you're at and go. So he did. He was holding a styrofoam cup. He says he finished it off, laid it in the wind, just sat it in the windowsill in the sanctuary, you know, and just left like whoop, drink it, put it down. The tornado came through destroyed the sanctuary i mean it wound up just being leveled to the ground what what little was left of it there were some edges of walls and things you know, it, it was destroyed um, but when they came back still sitting in that windowsill of the sanctuary of what was left of that wall <laughs> was that styrofoam cup anyway just amazing i believe it i mean i've seen strange stuff like that happen 
But anyway, neat to see this Bible and neat to see that this uh, volunteer fire department up in uh, Lynchburg, Lynchburg basically uh, just kind of giving praise to God um, for taking care of their uh, their men and, um, you know, their firemen. I, I, I would imagine mostly men. Maybe, maybe there's some women in there. And um, just, just kind of cool. I don't know if any of you have out, out there have ever had an experience like that where your Bible was was unharmed i don't i don't know about you but um now i've got a couple of bibles i use and a couple i've used over the years uh, but my you know my go-to you know reading study bible that big 20 pound you know, one you got in the living room well it's not that big but but i've got bibles that i sort of that i use to preach out of you know a couple of just depending on where i'm going and what translation i may be using um, I've got a couple different ones that I'll take with me to preach from or teach from that, that, that I can handle well. Um, but, you know, your, your study Bible, man, you know, the one you got marked up and you got notes in. And Highlighted. I know more people are doing that now online, and, I, I get, and I'm not against that. I do that as well. Coffee stains. Uh, yeah, all, yeah, all that. But, um, you know, a lot of you out there probably can resonate that you've got a Bible, and man, um, I, I would almost want to lose anything I have in the world well, really, then my Bible. I, if, you know, if if I got to grab one thing and get out of the house before the fire, or if I got to grab one thing and uh, you know to to escape with, I bet a lot of you would be like me and grab your Bible because man, the notes, the underlinings, the sermon notes that I've taken and written in the margins and the cross-referencing that I've done in my Bible, I, I could not replace it. You, I, you just can't go back and recapture that. And for some of you, it may be your Bible. It may be the Bible of a, uh, of a mom or a dad that's passed or a grandparent, and you, you wound up with their Bible. Uh, Bibles are very precious. And I... I I get and I love the I love the digital Bible. I have no problem with that at all. I do it as well. Have all of that. I've got the Bible software I use to study. It's much more efficient. I've been doing that since the honestly, I've been doing that since um, the probably about '99. I was an early adopter on that. But uh, I do think we're we're losing a little something. You know, when you gain something, you lose something. And I think we're losing something. When it comes to the you know not carrying a Bible, having a Bible, uh, not having one that you mark up, you know, for me, I, I I may not know the chapter and verse, but I can turn right to something because I know where it's at on the page. You know, I, I can find it. I can go, oh uh, yeah, I can flip right to that because <laughs> I know what it, I know where it's at based on where it's at on the page, you know, New Testament, Old Testament, and maybe it's, you know, right behind, I know I got these notes in here, and it's two, a couple of pages after that. I can turn right to a passage. So just the, it just got me to thinking about, you know, how precious and valuable God's Word is and uh, and to see uh, the volunteer fire department. Now, this Bible, it got, you know, it, it's been through a fire, but it wasn't consumed. Let, let's just say that, far from consumed. I don't know that they're going to be taking this Bible and continuing to read it and use it. Uh, it's not that saved. It's not, that, you know, not that, uh, that saved. But God saved his word there, I think. I don't know how because everything around it is absolutely charred. And it just sort of is sitting there. 
And I think there's some water damage to it as well, you know, where they put the put it out. Um, it, it probably got wet as well, I would imagine. It sort of appears that way. There's just kind of one picture of it, so you can't tell everything about it. But um, don't know how many of you have got a Bible that means that much to you, but um, you just can't. You can't replace it. I, you know, I'm very careful even when I travel. Uh, if I've got my Bible with me, I uh, I don't. Um, I keep it with me. I keep it in, the, in my backpack. It's with me. I don't check that. <laughs> you don't ever know uh, what will happen. Uh, you know, I've been to the unclaimed baggage up in Scottsboro. I see all the stuff that gets lost. I, I just I just keep that right with me. And, uh, you know, you be very careful with God's word. Uh, but uh, anyway, pretty cool. Hey, back to school, of course, uh, right upon us. A lot of uh, teachers and students will be uh, getting back after it uh, this next week or two. I, I know this weekend is going to be a popular uh, time for back-to-school uh, prayer uh, gatherings at, at various schools all across the listening audience. I would imagine at hundreds of the schools across our area. So uh, find out from your local church, uh, local youth pastors, or a uh, local campus ministry like First Priority or FCA. Find out what's going on. Get out and be a part of prayer uh, for your school over the next uh, weekend. Or, or Some of you may be over into next week. Uh, you know, just depends. Place to place, school district to school district. But uh, Monday, next Monday, we're going to have a, uh, what I'm excited about is a conversation about uh, praying and praying for um, our kids. And we're going to visit with Tara Cole. Uh, she is um, with Million Praying Moms. And I know some of you moms out there want to be, may want to be a part of this movement. And uh, she's got a book out called Everyday Prayers for the School Year. And it sort of serves as a, as a guide, an inspiration, and a guide to, uh, to pray throughout the school year for your kids. And so it's certainly uh, good for any parent. Um, but with her movement uh, being the million praying uh, moms, uh, I know some of you moms may want to hear about this, get the book, and then maybe join up with the movement that they have going. But uh, we think it's uh, think it's uh, pretty cool, and uh, hope that you'll uh, be able to listen in next Monday during the program as we talk back to school and we talk praying for our kids there as well. All right. Um, all right, we're wrapping up our first hour here in just a moment, and uh, we'll head into hour number two. Uh, a couple of stories we can hit today, and then, of course, coming up at the bottom of the hour, as we've been saying, Connor Boyack will join us, uh, the Tuttle Twins series, and the latest America's History, 1215 to 1776, which is a uh, part of American history that doesn't get enough attention, quite honestly. You know, it's fun to start at the, uh, it's fun to start in 1776 and come forward. And study the, the, the United States. Um, but you can go back and study all of everything that went on prior. And then, of course, the colonies and all the... They go into the reasons why you know people came here. Uh, the philosophies, the, uh, the freedom of religion that they were looking for. Uh, the hope of a new land, of uh, you know, making, uh, making a living, plotting out a piece of land. All of those kind of things. And, and the... Uh, the thoughts and the philosophies and the beliefs that went uh, with that. It's a, a, a great way to look at history and not one we do enough. Hey, before we hit the top of the hour, One Point USA, a security company for your church or your business, get your stuff secure, get your people secure, get them safe, 
uh, get that um, get that uh, security uh, accountability in there, and also have security to go be able to go back and uh, look at with cameras. Uh, if someone makes an accusation or says something happened, it's great to have uh, the video so you can show what really went on and uh, and uh, either be accountable or show that you're not accountable for uh, for certain accusations. Okay, you need it. You need it. Churches, you need this in your nurseries, in your children's areas. You need security, and you need to secure your property. If you're a business, you know how important this is. Churches as well. There's nowhere off guard for thieves to break in and steal your equipment, your goods. Call One Point USA, 205-701-0191. The number one point USA.com. They want you to be secure. All right, we'll be back with another hour. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It's Priority Talk. We are live here on your Tuesday, August 1. It's our second hour. It's hour number two of Priority Talk here on WXJC Radio. Uh, we're glad you're with us. We've uh, jumped into a couple of different uh, topics um, offhand. No, no uh, hardcore news uh, at this point today, but we're going we're gonna to pick up an issue or two here in just a moment. But uh, we are glad to be with you here and uh, glad that you have chosen to uh, spend a little bit of time with us here today as well. It's uh, 101.1 FM, of course, WXJC Radio. And then, uh, of course, uh, you can find us live as well. Find us uh, live stream at WXJCRadio.com or just find the free app, WXJC Radio. That works uh, beautifully also. And uh, you can uh, head right over there. If you're away from your radio or if you prefer to listen on the move, then you you can certainly do it that way. PriorityTalkRadio.com. And uh, also is the live stream and the podcast there at PriorityTalkRadio.com. You can listen live. You can listen later. You can check out our advertisers. They're all there. If you need one of our advertisers, uh, that's uh, you know that's the place to go. You know if you hear us talking about mortgages, uh, man, Fox Mortgage. If you hear us talking about uh, roofing, we've got Alabama Reliable Roofing. Um, you know if you want to get into, if you need a dentist, uh, we got today's Family Dentistry. Uh, if you need a security company, we've uh, got. One source, or One Point USA, I'm sorry. And, uh, man, just glad to have you. And then we've got your source for marketing as well. Because uh, marketing for a business can be it can be absolutely overwhelming. There's so much to know and to do from website changes uh, to PPPs, SEO, SEM, and all kinds of other initials. Branding, social media, brochures, graphic artistry, everything in between. Uh, man, there's, there's a big way uh, to, to lose your money. So, uh, you know, most, most businesses are, if they don't have it in-house and don't have, you know, if you're a small business, you probably don't. 
uh, you're trying to piece together a marketing strategy, a marketing plan, and piece together the people that can do it somewhere between some of your own people and then maybe outsourcing this or that. Uh, but maybe it's time to stop trying to piece it all together and start marketing with a purpose. And uh, we would encourage you to go to Dot Edison, D-O-T-E-D-I-S-O-N, Dot Edison Marketing, a full-service marketing partner, and uh, they are your business's outsourced marketing team. They will save you time and money uh, building a traditional and digital foundation for your business. It's Dot Edison. If you're within the sound of our voice, they can help you. If you got a business, call them at 205-332-3728. Not all marketing companies are the same. These guys do some unique things um, and uh, really are full service. 205-332-3728. 205-332-3728. Or check out their website, dot, D-O-T, Edison.com. Dot Edison.com, your full service marketing partner. And uh, we're grateful for them now being a part of the program as well. Okay, um, 205-941-1011, of course, is the number. Uh, let's, let's talk Eastern Kentucky. Man, uh, they absolutely, uh, we haven't talked much about this, but it is a huge, tragic situation there in Eastern Kentucky. I, I've spent quite a bit of time in Eastern Kentucky over the years. Uh, we have a lot of first priority campus club presence up in that area. And uh, I, I've been up there a lot. And uh, spoken up there, preached up there, visited up there. Beautiful, beautiful area of the south. Still in the south. And boy, this severe flooding up there. Now 30 people, uh, last I heard, 30 people's lives taken. And uh, it is... Um, just uh, horrible, and I think more rain has still been coming. Uh, they've got a state of emergency across six counties due to that flooding, and uh, it is uh, just a horrible situation. Uh, I think about at least four children among those who were killed in this, and uh, it's it's just still been going up. So um, 12,000 households with no power, um, no water to... 25,000 and some odd, a uh, bull advisory for 44,000, um, limited operations in 22 more, water systems in 17 wastewater systems. I mean, it, it is going to take a while to get all of this straight. And uh, there's plenty of opportunities and ways that you can uh, give or support these folks. I know we've had uh, you know mission groups from our state head out. I do know uh, for sure, I saw in the news last night, the Alabama Baptist uh, Disaster Relief Team uh, has, uh, has headed that way, taking supplies from our state. Uh, I would imagine uh, many of your churches are probably collecting. Uh, maybe some of your uh, denominational uh, groups are, are, are collecting supplies or donations as well. Of course, uh, you know, you're going to have Samaritan's Purse and groups like that there. We always that's always a great place just to give. Or, uh, or I'd say as well, uh, many of you out there, probably uh, part of the uh, Baptist churches here in the state of Alabama, and uh, to give that way is also good as well. Uh, the Alabama Baptist State Board of Missions Disaster Relief. I know uh, you can easily find that. But uh, I've got friends that live up that way, um, people I know, and it's, it's a rough situation. Uh, you just don't realize how bad things can get, how quickly you can go back to living a pretty primitive life in just a matter of a, a few short 
hours of rain, quite honestly. Uh, it's it's flooding like I, I've uh, I don't think I've ever experienced. I know I've never experienced flooding like that. Maybe uh, some of you have in your local areas, but man, widespread. You're talking six counties. So, um, I mean, that would be like the whole greater Huntsville, whole greater Birmingham area, you know, um, just under disaster relief. So a horrible situation. Support those folks. Pray for them any way you can. Just uh, the needs there. And, you know, nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. So uh, find a need that's out there somewhere whether it's uh, Holly Pond, Alabama, and uh, the loss of an a, a upcoming ninth grader and an older sibling in, a, in, a, in that Holly Pond community. What a tragedy. We talked about that last hour and prayed for them uh, all the way to eastern Kentucky, and I'm sure there's plenty of other needs in between. You know, our show here is uh, really, first and foremost, a ministry, and so uh, we want to let you know about the ministry opportunities that are out there. Uh, we also want to keep you up to date on some of the issues that we, uh, we feel like are very important uh, to you as uh, as uh, as Christians and uh, you know people that uh, we we you know we claim to carry a, a Christian or a biblical worldview, and uh, we want to keep you up to date on some of those issues and how important they are and how they're fleshing out. Uh, kind of give you the next step on this whole uh, transgender sports thing. You know we've talked a lot about it. The Biden administration is trying to force states like Alabama. We have laws that say uh, boys must play boys sports and girls must play girls sports, you know, on a team. And um, you have to use the locker room of your gender. But, you know, evil never settles. It always tries to push and stay ahead, you know. Uh, people that would want to blur the lines of gender as, as given to us, you know, by God, man and woman, male and female. And so now Oklahoma, this is new. They're requiring student athletes uh, from kindergarten all the way through college in order to uh, play sports to complete what they're calling a biological sex affidavit. Uh, if you're going to be in sports, you got to do that. Now, the left is in an outrage over this. Uh, I, I've seen some, some stuff online, some, um, you know, we, we talk and go, man, hey, this, this doesn't sound like a bad thing. We need to know what sex people are before they start you know, boys start getting on our girls' teams and going into our locker rooms and things like that. But uh, others, uh, boy, they are on the left. They are calling this uh, totalitarianism, white nationalist agenda, <laughs> anti-LGBT. The uh, you know, this is from the anti-abortion people. They say it's all the same agenda. There is now a biological sex affidavit in Oklahoma. Now, look, we fill out paperwork for everything else. Um, it just, you know, it's, it's amazing that we even have to do this. The governor up there in Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, signed this, um, and uh, it's going into effect. And uh, he said when it comes to sports and athletics, girls should compete against girls, boys should compete against boys, and uh, let's be very clear, that's all the bill says. But it gives the option for male or female as the biological sex of the student at birth. Someone has to uh, officially put that out there. I mean, um, you know, this is such common sense, but apparently sense is not so common anymore. And uh, this, this, you've got folks that are so, um, man, they're beyond woke. Um, they are... Um, 
have an agenda to sexualize and confuse our children. And so, you know, uh, they take this home and it gets signed off on and it has to be uh, notarized and turned back in. I mean, uh, a parent, is, somebody is uh, responsible for this. Now, you know, I don't think anybody's uh, checking the plumbing, but it is uh, saying to a parent or a guardian, if your child's going to play a sport in this state, we want to we want you to account for you know their uh, their gender. It's not uh, fair to girls to have boys and girls sports, and so it's the biological sex, or I would say I think gender is probably the better word, of the student at birth, and the only two options, as opposed to um, a lot of our. Uh, federal forms now, like uh, passports and things like that, uh, the only option is male or female. All right. Let's take a phone call real quick. Henry is up in Winston County, and uh, he wants to talk a little bit about that uh, Bible uh, from the burnt car that we talked about last hour. Very interesting yep. uh, circumstance. We was talking about the the, the precious and, and and how value the Word of God is, and to see this Bible in a charred car, basically unharmed for the most part. Uh, Henry, what did you think about that? I was wondering what the condition of the back seat was, and uh, I would have loved, Gray, if the Bible was actually left open. To it was Genesis. open. It was, it was open. What, what, what was it open to? It wasn't Genesis chapter 8 where God promises four seasons, was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. It really, oh. You really couldn't tell from the picture. I don't believe um, exactly. Uh, I'm going I'm I'm to try to... Let me pull the picture was it right in the, up here. And it, was it in the early part or the beginning? Like, yeah, let me look. Because I would be fascinated if it was Genesis yeah. chapter 8 where God promises four seasons. And that got me to thinking, Gray. How can it's any hard to it's it's hard to tell, Henry. It, uh, it you really can't tell. Uh, it's it's definitely open, but but you can't tell where it's open to. Go ahead. I would have loved to know what it was to, you know, that's that, get a microscope or something to find out what page it's on. That would be very fascinating. It's intriguing just to think about it. If there was a message there for us through that incident. Of course, there is a message. God's Word is hard to destroy. Uh, he yes. left it in so many places. It's in the stars. You know, the very heavens is the Word of God. Uh, I know, uh, and I can't do it very well. I've only read a few books that uh, have the, the meaning. But, oh, one thing that is very fascinating, I, I, I went to Mystery Mountain. It's in Las Lunas, New Mexico. This was a long time ago. It's uh, it's also part of Truth and Consequences, New Mexico. And they, the Smithsonian Institute said that it was an Indian uh, place where all the Indians congregated. But the Indians, who one of them was Chief uh, Redbird, said this is not anything to do. We're Cherokee people, and it has. this is not Indian writing. And I'm going to refer to them as Indians, because everybody knows that, you know, that language. Anyway, 
he, he, he talked about it. And, uh, you know, I was with a fr- my friend. Uh, we were leaving Philadelphia. We went all the way across because he was headed to the Dakotas. He was going AWOL, Gray, because he was going to join up in this little incident called uh, Wounded Knee. I didn't know anything about it. I found out later. He, he said he would ride with him, and he'd give me a car. It was a little Datsun. I didn't want I just wanted to go home on leave, right? Anyway, right. he brought me through there. His mom was Cherokee, and his dad, if it or not, was Sue. And uh, he was headed up there. Anyway, he brought me to this place. He said, this is where uh, them white people <laughs> get it all wrong. This has nothing to do with Indians. This is the Anastasi, or what we call the old ones, the the uh, ancient people, were here before us. And I said, "What are you talking about? You're Indians. You were here first. No, he said, "No, we." And that's when uh, we were talking with Chief Redbird. Somehow or another, he was like an uncle or something to uh, Nathan. Anyway, coming to find out, Gray, to get up to the mountain. This is very fascinating. To get up to the mountain, you go, go through this flat part in the rock. There's a path, and to your left, there's this writing in the rock. Now, they say the writing is like 4,000 years old, oh, over 4,000 years old. The patina is what they, they uh, tested. And guess who? What, it, we just didn't find out anything about this because the Smithsonian actually tried to hide it. I think they figured out some of it. Right, the, uh, the it was the Ten Commandments, written in wow. ancient Hebrew, the Paleo Hebrew, the ancient yeah, Hebrew, yeah. not today's nineteen forty seven Hebrew, but the ancient Hebrew is wow. totally fat. And when you get to the top of the mountain, if there's a flat plateau, and in there is a zodiac and a, a complete story of the Bible. Now that, that it's owned by private hands. It's not public, so, you know, I, th- I think, uh, you know, it was fr- free for us because of Chief Redbird yeah. and, and Nathan. Hey, Henry, that is, that's really fascinating. I'm going to have to get to a break, but let me tell you, I, while you've been telling that, I was listening, but I, I sort of dug a little deeper, and I don't, I can't tell by the picture, but apparently somebody else was asking the same question, and it looks like they're saying, um, it says, the page on the right is open to Second Chronicles 12. And then there's sort of a page that's kind of folded over, you know, and they said it's open to First Chronicles 29. So wow. that, somebody's reporting that that's the pages that it's open to. Is that where Jeroboam, second Jeroboam, the second might be? I, I would have to look, quite honestly. Those, you know, that's a lot. There's a lot of Chronicles in there. I'd have to look. Second Chronicles 12 and First Chronicles 29. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I'm now I'm gonna have to look it up myself. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. There was a hey Henry, appreciate there. the phone call, man. I got to get to break. Uh, good to okay. hear from you, my brother. You Take care, man. Bye bye. That's a fascinating story. Thank you very much. All right, let's get to break. We'll come back on the other side, and I uh, got a few more minutes before Connor Boyack. You'll hear him. Uh, Total Twins series. Uh, you don't want to miss that. Stay with us. Priority talk. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184-762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage president, Jim Corey. 
I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So He's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage president Jim Corey and his team create lasting relationships with all of their clients and they've been helping many of our listeners across North Alabama. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. This is David Jeremiah. Hello, friends. Michael Youssef here with Leading the Way. Hi, this is George Barna, researcher and author. Hi, this is the Reverend Michael Spurlock with the movie All Saints. This is Brooks Gibbs, author and speaker, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Okay, and we are back in. Greg Davis here with you. Uh, Here at uh, just about 24 minutes after the hour and just after the bottom of the hour, Connor Boyack's going to join us um, with uh, the Tuttle Twins series of stories, America's History. And so uh, I know some of you out there, I'm not in a position to kind of dig in on this, but uh, that Bible, 2 Chronicles 12, 1 Chronicles 29. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the term fireproof has also been brought up. <laughs> and that means more than just the movie, right? Uh, in this case, fireproof. Uh, the Word of God, in this case, uh, fire and proof. Salvage there in the back end of a burnt-out Chevrolet Equinox. What a cool story. Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, pretty cool story. Alrighty. Uh, hey, we've gotten into quite a few things today. Uh, the uh, uh, the man singing the national, an- or, or excuse me, the Lord's Prayer there in the rotunda, uh, the the Bible that didn't burn in the back of the car, um, and then the tragic situations in Eastern Kentucky, the need there, along with uh, also the uh, tragic situation up in Holly Pond in Coleman County, the loss of that student and older. A sibling as well. Okay. Hey, let's jump in here with uh, Jim Corey, Fox Mortgage. And uh, Jim's been letting me know that the interest rates, um, Jim, are you telling me the interest rates have come down just a little bit? What's the word? Well, that was the word, and uh, as, as the projection was, and then today, <laughs> it's gone crazy. So uh, uh, we have to change our subjects, I guess. I don't know. But uh, it's been a wild market today. It's up and down, up and down. So we'll see what happens. The good thing is that we're here we're in business, and uh, we've had one of the best months we've had in a long, long time. So we're uh, we're excited about what God's doing for us and folks who are buying houses and refinancing, pulling cash out. But uh, anyway, yeah, the uh, t- topic sort of has changed from, from the morning to now. So I guess sorry about that. No, that's fine. Jim will often just kind of say, hey, here's what's happening. And, uh, and that, I, yeah. Know, yeah, I, I sort of try to t- kind of go that direction. So uh, that is interesting, but still a great time to buy. Um, and then you can refinance later if you need to, but a uh, wonderful yep. time to do business. And, and uh, Jim, let's just emphasize again that anybody all across the northern half of Alabama that's uh, listening to us, uh, 
from northeast to northwest to central, mm-hmm. um, Tuscaloosa, Gadsden, Anniston, anywhere you may be, Jim and his team can help you, Jim. Tell them about it. Absolutely. Yeah. We can close anywhere. We have offices that close up in Huntsville, Birmingham. So we we got you covered, and we can come to you wherever you're at. So 205-661-6868, Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. All righty, Jim. Y'all have a great evening, my friend. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. Take care. Good Bye. deal. 205-661-6868. Yeah, he, uh, he'll often just say, hey, here's what's going on, and, and I like to sort of keep up with it myself. You know, I like to, I like to track well, He's always got a variety of things that, that, that he's, you know, is able to give with yeah. consumers for a variety of reasons why they're looking to get into a yeah. home or a finance situation or a refi or a a cash out. I mean, and that's what I, I, I like talking to him when we're not on the air and yep. finding out what he what what he's got going on during the week. It's and it's it's always something good. Yeah. Well, you need somebody knowledgeable and has got the experience, and he's got that. They've been uh, in in the business for decades and been advertising here with Crawford now uh, for some thirty years. So uh, supporting uh, God's work through Crawford and uh, WXJC, WYDE, and of course. Uh, they started out many years ago and still are on WDJC as well, supporting the uh, the ministry there. Hey, who's this so, Tuttle uh, Twins guy? We're gonna absolutely. Be, who, who's he we're going to be talking to? Uh, Connor Boyack. Oh, the Connor yeah. Boyack? So he's the author. He's the, uh, you know, sort of the, the visionary behind this thing as well. I, I hear about him about a lot him. on Glenn Beck, you know. Uh, are they, They're on there a lot? Oh, yeah. He gets, he gets talked about every day on Glenn Beck. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's uh, quite an impressive guy, and uh, looking forward to uh, the visit. And you're telling him that we actually have him up next, right? Yeah, coming up right after the bottom of the hour. That's amazing. Hey, hey, how do we do it? How do we do it? uh, Well, the Lord does it. There you go. Opens up doors. Yeah, the uh, Total Twins series of stories. If you haven't looked into these, parents, you're going to hear a lot of good information when we come back uh, for your kids, but quite honestly, for yourself as well. If you feel like you went through school and college and didn't really learn history, just kind of dates and names, and it's all a big old cluttered mess, and you don't really understand the why, I'm, I'm telling you, these books are outstanding. And they, they go beyond just uh, the, the facts and the figures. So, uh, hey, stay tuned. Here, Connor. On the other side, he's a uh, really dynamic guy. We've enjoyed getting to know him, and you're going to get to hear uh, our visit in just a moment. It is Priority Talk Live right here on WXJC Radio, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Find the daily podcast and conversations with Greg Davis. You can find that as well, PriorityTalkRadio.com. This is Greg, and I want to thank you so much for listening. Healthcare that's budget-friendly and faith-based, it might sound like a pipe dream, but it's not. Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, is more than just a way to handle expensive medical costs. It's a nonprofit that brings together Christians from around the world and enables them to support each other financially and spiritually. Monthly gift payments are low, and you can rest easy knowing your gift is supporting fellow Christians. CHM has been serving Christians for over 40 years and satisfied billions of dollars worth of eligible medical bills and for hundreds of thousands of Christians. They're a BBB-accredited ministry and the only health cost-sharing ministry endorsed by Dave Ramsey. Are you ready to live out your faith in all areas of your life? CHM. Bringing Christians together through healthcare since 1981. Visit chministries.org/gather to join a family of believers today. That's chministries.org/gather to join a family of believers today.
Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like My life be like Glad to have you along with us here and uh, ready to talk a little of America's history with uh, author Connor Boyack. And uh, many of you uh, may recognize his name associated with the Tuttle Twins series of stories. And we've got a new one out. It's called America's History, 1215 to 1776, along with Elijah Stanfield. And uh, Connor joins us here today to uh, talk about history and to talk about uh, this new release so connor it is a a thrill to have you with us uh, out you're from utah it's glad to have you with us here in, in alabama thank you very much appreciate being able to join you yeah let's uh tell folks about the tuttle twins many of them have probably heard i had heard of the tuttle twins series of, of stories um, but honestly i had never read them i had never had one in my hands until this uh, latest one and it's uh, unbelievable tell folks about the tuttle twins series overall well, thank you. The Tuttle Twins books teach kids the ideas of a free society that not only are no longer taught in schools, they're often, you know, the opposite ideas are typically being taught in schools. And so we teach things like entrepreneurship and the golden rule, how money works, the importance of individual liberty. Uh, we talk a lot about personal empowerment and responsibility and hard work. And so our children's story, we have toddler books, teen books, our children's books in the middle. So we're creating content for kids of all ages so parents can make sure that their kids are learning these fundamental kind of American values and, and ideas that our country was built upon. And importantly, not just to read them and, you know, whatever, but, but to have conversations as a family to really, like my goal is to really elevate family dinner table discussions. Let's talk about what's going on in the world. Let's make sense of it. Let's learn from the past. Let's learn together as a family. So think of the Tuttle Twins as kind of a family uh, uh, learning opportunity where parents and kids can read a nighttime story together, but a story that's going to empower them to be curious, to be critical thinkers, to start to talk about current events and real-world issues. That's kind of the mission of what the Tuttle Twins is all about, is to really empower these parents to talk to their kids about what's going on in the world and help them make sense of it. Well, the book, this book, America's History 1215 to 1776, is fabulous. I mean, really fabulous. Uh, this book in particular, the new release, what age group is it targeted at? That book is roughly 7 to 13 years of age. Yeah. 
It's always hard for me to answer questions like that, though, because what we've seen over the years is that we'll have younger kids reading our books as well. Maybe it's just following the illustrations and the story. But then we'll have teenagers and, frankly, many of the parents also engaged in the material that even though it's a kid's book, even though it's beneath them in terms of the format, the content is often very new. A lot of, you know, teenagers and adults have never really encountered some of these ideas before. So that's why I say it ends up becoming more of a family resource because we end up hitting kids at different ages, even though our, our I would say our sweet spot is like 7 to 13. Well, there's no doubt about it because it has uh, grabbed my attention. Uh, and then um, it's been at my home uh, for a couple of weeks, and I've been reading on it. And uh, my college students have picked it up <laughs> as they've been home <laughs> looking at it. My daughter's actually uh, taking uh, this same time period of American history in college this upcoming semester. And I told her, I said, you just need to read this book and you'll be ready. Uh, you know, you, you'll Great understand the bigger picture, you know, by reading this. So uh, it, it's it's fabulous and beautifully illustrated. Um, it's uh, it's it, it, I think us learning history in this way, teaching it. Um, will will stop us as a, as a culture and a society from repeating some of the mistake, same mistakes of the past. Is that part of the mission here? Oh, that's very much the mission. We yeah. we all know the quote. It's basically what you just said. Those who don't learn from the past are condemned to repeat it. So the problem with being ignorant of our history is that we can be duped again, not knowing how you know authoritarians and demagogues in years past have duped people, and here we go again, the same formula, right? We need to understand our history so we have a better future. And the problem for me was two and a half years ago, when we started this project initially, I bought a whole bunch of social studies books, the the history books that are being used in uh, elementary and middle schools, right. and we bought about a dozen of them. We're flipping through all of them, and they all did a phenomenal job at teaching what I call the superficial side of history, names and dates and battles and who said what and when and when did this thing happen. But they all miserably, miserably failed, in my estimation, Mm -hmm. when it came to teaching what I call the substantive side of history. Not just what they did, but why did they do it? What ideas motivated them? What were they debating, right? What was the intellectual discourse? What were the ideas that we can learn from, the emotion they were feeling that we can relate to, those are the things we can learn from, because we don't use muskets anymore, and we don't wear those uniforms and eat hardtack and all the all the minutiae that they experience. We or can't those really wigs, relate to or those much. wigs. I'm glad exactly. they don't have style, yeah. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we can relate to human character. Yeah. We can relate to tension between you and your government and bravery, standing up and debating the values that I believe. Like Those are things we can learn from, but they're to, like altogether absent from these social studies books. That's why our Tuttle Twins history book was born, to say, yeah, we need to teach history, but we've got to do it in a way that empowers kids to learn from it and kind of hold their hand, because that's a new experience. Most of us did not grow up learning history to think about how it applies to our world today. We just grew up memorizing facts about stuff 250 years ago. So we got to help kids really think through, how can I relate these things to my world so literally throughout the book, we have little discussion prompts and questions and summaries where they're designed to say, like, what does this mean for us today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyone uh, concerned about what our kids are learning as far as history goes in our public schools, uh, maybe even private schools for that matter, um, this is for you. Um, I, I guess you guys get a lot of uh, also, I guess, uh, homeschool parents use your books. Um 
Um, is that right? I mean, I know you want the family to use it, but I guess it does get used a lot in the academic sense as well. Yeah, our audience, I would say, is split right down the middle from surveys that we've done. Half are homeschoolers. For them, this is like curriculum. Mm-hmm. In fact, we just got voted a couple days ago at homeschool.com as the best economics and civics curriculum. So that's very common in the homeschooling crowd. But the other half of our audience, their kids are going to public, charter, or private school. So as we've done like focus groups and trying to learn you know, from these families, the, the summary of how these families see our Tuttle Twins materials is that it's, I call it a counter agent. That's my word, not theirs, but that's how they're using it. They know that their kids are being bombarded with, you know, what I'll call uh, viral, infectious, ideological ideas in, in the school system from teachers and textbooks and whatever. And so they know that they're sending their kids into that environment. When those kids come home, they want to make sure that those kids get, if you will, you know, inoculated against those uh, ideas and make sure that they have a good foundation. And yeah. so those parents are sending their kids there, but giving them some armor, if you will, to kind of withstand some of the crazy that they're going to be exposed to, and that's how they're using the, the material. Well, if you would rather your children learn about the ideas and the mistakes, as Connor's been saying, of our nation's history, our past, uh, more than just names and dates, there's nothing wrong with names and dates, but uh, if you want them to learn more than that, this is a an outstanding uh, an outstanding resource. And i got to tell you, the book is absolutely beautiful. Uh, Connor, who does your illustrating? Is it, is it one? Is it? Is, is, t- tell me how you guys do this, because yeah, this so is the only actually, book I have. Are they all this good? <laughs> it, 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 they are. It's Elijah, who is kind okay. of my, my co-author on the history book. Uh, he uh, put a lot of effort into creating this right alongside me. So uh, he is the illustrator of all of our books, amazingly talented. What, what he's especially good at is not just illustrating what I come up with in a story, but, but illustrating it in a way that uh, helps kids visualize what the story is about. And so if we're talking about the importance of, you know, persuasion versus coercion, maybe for persuasion he'll show people shaking hands in this kind of voluntary agreement, and then coercion, the people are still shaking hands except now they're handcuffed to one another, right? So he's always thinking through these little ways to draw things that that stick them in kids' brains. He's a magician, so he's an amazing illustrator, and uh, and so that's where the younger kids love to read along because there's little Easter eggs and fun little stuff in the drawings that the kids love to try and find. Well, I'm just telling you, the the folks, if you haven't seen one of these books, uh, I'm blown away by it, quite honestly. And I say this often when I do a book interview, uh, Connor. I'm I'm not doing a lot of book interviews, and uh, when my listeners hear me talking about one, they know it's uh, it's it's over the top good. And so this is another one that we are just very strongly recommending to you. Honestly, even for an adult, I mean, if you want to get this, and this one in particular, you know, it, you heard the age range that it's sort of quote unquote targeted toward. But uh, I mean, any adult out there that wants to go back and just get a, a good broad overview of history and, and understand the ideas and the concepts and the values of um, uh, of those who uh, brought about the birth of our nation and uh, what happened for those 560 or so years from 1215 to 1776. Uh, I, I can't uh, encourage you enough to uh, to check this out. Uh, before we go to break, uh, Connor, tell folks how you like to see them get the book. What's the best way for them to do it? So uh, all of our materials are at TuttleTwins.com, and uh, this one in particular is at TuttleTwins.com slash history 
when you go there, you're going to get a bundle, not just the book. We've got 200 pages of curriculum and an audiobook, bonus videos. So it's all wrapped up in this launch bundle package we've created at tubletwins.com slash history. Yeah, outstanding. And we'll link that up on our social media for our listeners. If you're out and about, we'll, we'll put that there. Just check out Priority Talk and uh, uh, on our social media, and we'll, we'll share that for you. Uh, for our listeners okay we need to take a break uh connor if you've got time i'd like to come back and talk a few more minutes because i sort of overviewed i want to come back and talk about um, um some of the reasons uh, that you do this more, more specifically like uh, crt and 1619 project socialism i mean these are the kind of things that you're uh counteracting as we say so uh, let's take a break and come back on the other side we continue with uh, connor boyack total twin series and it's America's History, 1215 to 1776. Outstanding. And uh, we'll talk about that time period as well when we come. Priority Talk. Fox Mortgage has been such a help for not only me, but my parents 15 years ago. And now, recently, my brother and his wife just closed on their first home, too. So they've definitely made a huge impact on my whole family. My name is Erin, and um, my husband and I recently started the first-time home buying experience, and we heard about Fox Mortgage through my parents. They actually bought a home and went through the process with Mr. Jim Corey and his family about 15 years ago. We were really impressed with Mr. Corey and his family and how personal they were and how they took our questions and really invested in my family with this first time home buying experience. Mr. Corey did a great job of calling me, asking me how I was doing, answering any questions that we had about the process, which I think is really important, especially when you're buying your first house. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184762, Jim Corey, 212055. We are so proud to have Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his staff be a part of our program. Call them for your mortgage needs at 205-661-6868. They're the best in the business. Hey, Alabama, this is Charity Daniels. Hey, this is Joe Bonzel with the Oak Ridge Boys. And I'm Taylor Hicks. You are right where you need to be. We are back. It is Priority Talk, and we're glad to be with you here today talking a little American history. We continue the conversation with Connor Boyack. Uh, he is the, uh, oh, gosh, what do I call you, Connor? Are you the, the proprietor of Tuttle Twins series? Is that right? Is that the right word? Uh, I, I guess that one works. Okay. Yeah, I'm the author of the stories alongside Elijah or Yeah. Hey, now let's just, let's go back. Does this love of history and doing this, is this something you've been passionate about for a long time? Quite the opposite, actually. I was wondering, I, okay. I, I hated history in school. I did poorly. I didn't really enjoy it. I 
didn't care about it. And uh, it wasn't until after college where I read a biography. And I was like, oh, that was kind of interesting. And I started to see through the narrative form, through storytelling. It's like, wow, this is actually kind of interesting, almost like a documentary or a movie, but like even more detail. And I started to develop this interest in history, but but through storytelling, when I realized that history is a, you know, can be, as our book is now named, a series of stories. We call our book America's History a series of Tuttle Twin stories. And so for me, I, I really did not respond well to the memorization of dates and names and who said what and when. And I was the kid in class, you know, the stereotypical kid that would raise their hand and say, why do we need to know this? Like, when am I ever going to use this information right. in the yeah. future? And yeah. The teacher would always say, put your hands down, you know, you'll, you'll need this someday. And uh, But I always struggled with it. So for years, I was really turned off to history, and it wasn't until much later in life. So my goal is to get past that for kids and say, guys, this stuff can come alive for you. It is fun. We just have to present it to them the right way, and that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right about all of that. Was there ever a time when American history was, and we can talk about how do you teach uh, the right way, (laughs) but was there a time when we did teach American history the right way? All I remember is dates and times and, you know, names and places. Was there a time when it was taught uh, more the right way? I mean, per- perhaps in, in many, many decades past, back when there was actually intellectual rigor in the schools, have you ever done this? You look up like eighth grade tests from the early 1900s, yeah. and they're extremely complicated. I think 90% of adults today would fail. You know, we had this level of education that was far higher than it is today. Yeah. And so I anticipate back then that where there was more rigor and, and so forth, that uh, we were doing better with our history education. But the problem is some of these textbooks that I reviewed a couple years ago that I mentioned, they're like 20 years old, 30 years old. You know, they've got new editions that have come out, but they always just change a few words. And then, I mean, like, you know, stuff from the 1770s hasn't changed in the past decade. So right. it's not like they really need to update these books a lot. It's just a way for them to make more money every year. Um, and so, no, it's been a long time. In fact, 40 years ago, the Reagan administration got together this group, uh, this council of education reformers and stakeholders, and they went looking throughout the whole kind of education system in America, all the schools, and they're trying to understand what's working well and what's not working well. And they issued this blistering indictment. It was almost 40 years ago, and they said that there is a rising tide of mediocrity that threatens to overwhelm the very foundations of our society. They were basically saying that our curriculum has been dumbed down, we don't expect enough of kids, Everything is just being uh, made mediocre, and so it is very much that way with history education. If I were to put my tinfoil hat on for a moment, I believe this is intentional. I believe governments want their people to be ignorant of past atrocities committed by the government or of authoritarians or some of these issues, right? They, they don't want us to be independent, uh, critical thinkers and really understand the, the nitty-gritty of the past, because when we do, we're more empowered to fight for a better future and hold politicians accountable and keep the government small. Um, and so I, I think there are many in our government who are okay with the dumbed-down nature of our citizenry. Me as a parent, I'm not, and so I want to do something different for my kids. That's why that's actually the history of the Tuttle Twins. I yeah. wanted to find books like this for my kids. There weren't any, and so that's when we started creating the Tuttle Twins for my kids and others as well. Connor Boyack is our guest. America, America's History, 1215 to 1776, Tuttle Twins, Series of Stories. 
uh, we continue uh, the conversation. You, you answered my next question was, did you think this uh, was on purpose? And you say, yeah, you sort of think it was. Um, how do you guys cover in, in your books, and in particular this, this time period, from 1215 to 1776, the, uh, the faith side of this, uh, in particular the, the, the Judeo-Christian, uh, what many would, would, would say was the founding of the Judeo-Christian uh, you know, America, uh, do you Absolutely. T- tell me how you guys deal with that? You know, is America a Christian nation? Do you guys put that in there? Uh, t- tell folks what they can expect when they go to the Tuttle Twins. For sure. Well, I, I think that any fair treatment of history has to acknowledge the reality, and that was that for so many of the individuals coming to America, they were motivated by their religious faith. They were being persecuted. Um, you know, certainly with many of the pilgrims and others in those early years, that was very much a motivating factor. Now, there were other factors, right? The economic opportunity was undeniable. The the kind of political kind of self-reliance and freedom and being able to go plant your own flag and lay claim to this kind of uh, unmarked territory, like there were a lot of motivations, but absolutely religious faith was uh, a very significant one for many of them. So we definitely cover that. We talk about that openly. Ours is not a so-called Christian uh, series of books. Uh, we're not uh, trying to promote faith, although Elijah and I are very faithful and very Christian, uh, but but with a history book in particular, though we are not aiming to promote Christian uh, kind of theology or values, it is a history book, and so we are going to and have in the book acknowledged that, look, as we look at how America was made and the various peoples that came to this continent, you can't ignore here were the motivations, and that includes their religion, absolutely. Yeah. Talk to us about uh, Critical Race Theory 1619 Project and uh, how this is affecting uh, how kids learn about history uh, back back in the uh, more or less the public schools or just general society. I believe that those who are pushing things like the uh, 1619 Project have a specific goal in mind. By getting us to discredit the Founding Fathers as, you know, supposed bigots and white supremacists and racists and so forth, what they're really trying to do, I feel like, is undermine the ideas that they stood for. These are largely Marxist individuals who support socialism and collectivism, and by attacking the Founding Fathers, they're more easily able to discredit and disregard the classical liberal kind of laissez-faire freedom ideas that they stood for. It's very ingenious in how devilish this effort is. Now, I look at it this way. Uh, when I was in high school, I was bullied a lot. I was uh, short, very uh, kind of premature for my age. I was stuffed in trash cans, and it was a very unpleasant experience. I can look at my past with all of its warts and bumps and bruises and choose to be a victim and say, those guys were horrible. I deserve reparations. All the bad things in my life you know, were because of those things that happened to me. I can frame my past in a way that affects my present and my future. Or I can say, you know what, I can have a measure of grace for those people. Maybe they were being abused at home, you know, and didn't know how to handle it. Or maybe I can help the underdog today because I know what it feels like. I can frame my past in a positive way that edifies me and uh, uplifts me and helps me build a better future. When we look at the 1619 Project, I believe those people are trying to get us to beat ourselves up, tear ourselves down. How horrible are we? Oh, I'm white. Right. You know, I can't be good. I'm a colonizer and all these things. And that is a negative approach to our future. We can look at the past, slavery included, all of the warts and bumps of history, and say, you know what, we can learn from that. We're better than it. We can move on, and we can empower ourselves 
to live even freer, more productive lives today by moving on beyond the past. I choose, and through our Tuttle Twins new book, we've chosen to frame the past in a way that empowers kids to have a better future, not to be ashamed of their past, not to be ashamed of themselves, but to recognize and learn from the past in order to build a better future. Yeah, um, people's uh, ideas and, and, and the good they did shouldn't be put aside because they weren't perfect, and uh, and they lived in a time when they lived. And, uh, you know, uh, you can't uh, judge uh, history on, on today's standards hundreds of years ago, uh, for sure. And we learn from those things, and like you say, we can uh, use those, and we have, to make those, make this a, a more perfect union, I do believe. Um, do, do you think that uh, these books uh, that you're putting out, and this one in particular, America's History, 1215 to 1776, uh, Tuttle Twin series, uh, will help um, slow down the, uh, the normalization, acceptance of, uh, of socialism, uh, particularly among uh, younger folks? Well, I mean, that's a very tall order, because what we're up against is significant. The combined influence of academia and Hollywood and the teachers' schools and unions and, you know, pumping out these yep. left-leaning people to teach our kids, we we see ourselves as a bit of a David against a very well-funded Goliath, yep. uh, very entrenched uh, in what we're doing. Uh, all I am advocating for, you know, even though that's our eventual goal, is one family at a time. It's just saying... You know, your kids uh, need a sword and a shield. If you don't recognize, mom or dad listening right now, that our children are ground zero of an intellectual battlefield, then you've already lost. Mm -hmm. If you don't recognize that there are people out there who want to kind of co-opt the minds, the, the hearts and minds of your children, right? If, if you don't know that, then you're not defending against it, and we're going to lose our kids. So to me, what we're doing with the Tuttle Twins is it's the sword and shield to say, hey, kids, I know you're going out in a crazy world with teachers and textbooks and TikTok and all the rest. I want to empower you to be able to defend yourself and understand truth and be a critical thinker to evaluate these ideas rather than just soak up like a sponge whatever you hear. Intentionality is key for parents. And for too long, we've just trusted the schools and we've delegated to other people the upbringing of our kids no more zoom has blown that wide open people recognize they can't do that anymore then they look around and they say well what do i do now who can i turn to for help and that's where we raise our hands and say we're not the solution but the tuttle twins are definitely a solution in your arsenal to help yeah very good well parents if you've uh, felt um like you didn't have any resources now you do if you felt inadequate uh, they're going to equip you and so whether you homeschool or private school or public school, uh, these are books you can use at home, around the table, uh, fun weekend activities. Uh, teach these lessons to your kids. We can't continue to fail uh, to teach our children uh, about the ideas of freedom. Uh, Connor Boyack, uh, this one is a Tuttle Twins series of stories. This is the latest America's History, 1215 to 17, 1776. You understand uh, what leads up to the revolution. Connor, give the website where they can find this book again, and then we'll let you go, my friend. Thank you, Greg. Very much appreciate this. Uh, listeners that want this, you're going to want to go to TuttleTwins.com, and especially the brand new 240-page, beautifully illustrated history book. You can find that at TuttleTwins.com slash history. All right. Very good, Connor. We do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. I'm going home